All right, guys, welcome to the Gospel of Two Wheels, number 166. That's kind of crazy. We're getting up there where the coffee's hot, the bikes are fast, and your comments are absolutely ridiculous. It is so good to be here, guys. It is January 20th, 2022, and we are rocking and rolling here. Bruce Kennedy coming in with the first question. He wants to know, what transpires when you enter into an agreement to be a dealer of products? You seem to be getting a lot of companies on board. So, uh, Bruce, it really depends on the company. Um, very, very heavily on the company and what they require. Some companies are really easy to deal with. For instance, uh, XC Gear, uh, for instance. I'm a direct-to-dealer. So, well, let's back up. A lot of my parts come from Tucker Rocky, Western Power Sports, and Parts Unlimited. Those are the three big distributors in my industry, and a lot of my parts come from them, like just especially oil, kind of, you know, normal stuff. Uh, you know, normal tires like Bridgestone, Dunlop, things like that. So uh, with those guys, you write a big check for an order. You fill out a whole bunch of stuff, credit apps and all this stuff. I don't use credit with them. I actually... I don't ever build going to debt with those guys. I used to. It was dangerous because you end up ordering way too much stuff. Um, but so you do all that, and then you're a dealer and whatever. Um, so it's pretty straightforward. It, it costs a lot of money, especially Parts Unlimited costs a lot of money. Western Power Sports is the cheapest. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so there's that. But um, as far as like V-Moto, for instance, V um, contacted me. They reached out to me and said, hey, we want you to test a tire. It's because of Keith McQueen. I don't know if Keith's on here yet, but you can thank Keith McQueen for that. He um, is the guy that got uh, Craig Hoyt in touch with me. Craig got a hold of me. said, hey, test this thing. I like your channel, blah, blah, blah. I said, great. <clears throat> and then I said, well, I'd like to be a dealer. These are awesome. And he said, okay, you're a dealer. <laughs> that was it. Like, you know, he just, I don't know. He pushed a button on the computer, clicked the radio. Anyway, it says you're a dealer. Uh, so there's that. Uh, extremeparts.com. Uh, By the way, real quick, a big thank you to our new sponsor, uh, extremeparts.com, extreme-parts.com. They are a sponsor of the channel. Uh, they're not paying me, but they are... Um, uh, they're doing it. We've got a Highland 10 discount code. So if you go to Extreme Parts, they're mainly KTM. They have some other Euro stuff. Uh, they're working on more and more stuff all the time. But if you have uh, a KTM, Husky, um, Gas Gas, Sherco, Beta, they have some parts for you, a lot of parts for KTMs. Uh, they're in Romania. They're, they're amazing parts. They're using really good European gear. It's not all Chinese. It's really nice. Anyway... Um, but they have partnered with me to offer a Highland 10 um, discount code, and I'll type it in here just so you see what it looks like. It's all one word. Um, there we go. They, <clears throat> If you use that, you get 10% off. If you spend more than 100 euros, it's free shipping from Romania. It seems to, it's really fast so far. It's been super fast to me. Uh, and what that does for me is it gives me credit towards other parts. So I'm not getting paid cash, but that gives me credit towards parts to buy to bring into the shop. And I really do like them. So anyway, uh, back to your question, Bruce. <clears throat> they <clears throat> approached me, said, hey, same thing. We want to collaborate, blah, blah, blah. So that's how that went. Um, uh, as far as like Recluse, for instance, years ago, I reached out to Recluse. I said, <clears throat> I'm a 
you know, a small motorcycle shop. I want to sell your clutches. And they said, okay, send us your uh, tax sales tax information because uh, they're going to write that off so they don't charge me tax. Anyway, um, and then a picture of your business. A lot of guys want to see a picture of the brick-and-mortar business because a lot of companies don't want to sell to just an online guy. Um, some companies do, some don't. It just depends. But um, a lot of the moto industry guys want to see that you're an actual brick-and-mortar store before you start ordering things at a discount. Uh, so, yeah, pictures of the shop, all that stuff, and then I was a dealer. They didn't make me order a whole bunch of stuff. Some guys will, you know, some companies want you to order a whole bunch. Electron, for instance, I'm on the outs with Electron as a company. Um, the carburetors are fine, whatever, but the I was a dealer through them. I, I, re, I reached out to them. I bought a couple carburetors, one for me, one for a customer. They made me a dealer. Great. All right, whatever. Move forward. I sold a bunch of carburetors for them. And then I wasn't ordering enough carburetors. And uh, they had just gotten picked up by Tuckeraki, big distributor, and maybe Parts Unlimited. Anyway, whatever. They got picked up by a big distributor. And then I went to them. They never told me anything. They never called me, said, you're, you're out, whatever, nothing. But I had a customer who needed a new slide. The old zinc slides would wear out. So needed a new slide. I called to get a new slide, and they're like, well, are you a dealer? I'm like, yeah, it's Highland Cycles. And he's like, oh, no, you're not uh, You're not a dealer. I'm like, what do you mean I'm not a dealer? He's like, well, you looks like you used to be, but you're not now. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, oh, well, to get put back in the system, you got to order $3,500 worth of carbs. I'm like, <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Uh, I can just order them through Tuckeraki. But I like I had liked dealing with them directly because it was easy. I could get a hold of the owner of the company. I could get a hold of an actual tech person, ask questions. But anyway, so uh, that's why I don't love Electron anymore. So that's kind of how it works. It's kind of all over the place, Bruce. Um, most of them, if you have any kind of social presence at all, um, it makes it really easy. They just go like um, Scalvini, for instance. I contacted them, sent an email because a guy, want, you know, buddy wanted to order three pipes. I'm like, hey, I, you know, I'm a small dealer. Would you make me a dealer? Um, you know, I don't want to pay full retail for these things. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. He's like, you know, who are you? What do you do? So I sent him all the links to our social stuff. He called me back. He's like, oh, yeah, you're good. You're a dealer. And that was it. So there we go. And like I said, I don't run anything on credit with parts. So of any kind, um, because if you do that, a lot of them then start to require credit checks and all kinds of other stuff, but I don't do that. So, um, yeah, influencer power, yes. <clears throat> Mark Payne, good morning. Jeff Elmore, um, the, uh, <laughs> yes, matching PJs for Jimmy Nyhart and I. Jamin, um, uh, Jamin Richards says, what should we expect for April? Jamin, a ton of fun. We're going to have, I got to work on it. I'm actually here pretty soon, but I'm going to get a bunch of GPS uh, routes built. Um, I, you know, I can do it on the computer, go out and write, whatever. So I can disseminate that to lots of people, you know, varying on skill and all that stuff. Uh, but then, so we'll have GPS stuff for people who want to go by themselves. We'll have rides with me if you want, rides with other people. We'll have hard stuff, easy stuff. We're going to have some games and stuff to give away. It's going to be a ton of fun. <clears throat> Brent McFarland. Uh, the April Camp and Ride, like I said, 21 through 24 of April out of Peach Valley. Check it out on Facebook. Go to our events on Facebook. Like go to our page, 
hunt down events, wherever that is. Click on that. You'll see it. Episode 5, Ride the World. It's awesome. Um, Mark Payne, riding vests are back in stock. I have one left right now. Uh, so if you want one, call me at the shop. 970-240-2197. They just showed up yesterday. And I sold two. So, uh, call up Mike Klinger. What's happening? Good morning. Yeah, Mike Barnato, Coffee Moto, baby. Casey York, what's happening? It is gospel time. Um, Jimmy Nyhart, good question. Do we need an OHV pass? Yes. I will have them for sale uh, for everybody from out of state uh, at Thing. And um, so, yeah, let me know. Um, or I can send them to you early, too. So, Or you can probably, I don't know if Colorado lets you do it online like the other states. They might. Tony Andrews, good morning. Brady Metter, yeah, it sounds terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, but yes, you will need an OHV pass. And yes, in April, there's a good chance you'll get checked. Um, yes, Roger Heard, I will have a Fuzzy Bunny Rainbow route for the handicapped. 100% I will. Um, I'll even have, I'm actually in talks now with a customer. Uh, Todd, whatever, he's just a guy. Um, but he actually does a lot of ADV stuff around the area so he has a distillery up in uray so that could be cool for folks who like whiskey um the um but uh he is a big adventure bike guy and wants to uh kind of hook up and work together and so i might be able to offer some adv routes for folks that don't want to do dirt bikes or want to do both so anyway that could be cool uh eric Bryan, what's the camp like the camp is a big flat desert valley <laughs> it's gonna be flat and dry it's just so <clears throat> the area where i'm planning on having people go is not the main peach valley area which is where everybody and their dog will be that's where the enduro cross track and all that stuff but it's gonna be up kind of around this corner down the peach valley road a little ways in a little bit uh just a quieter area but it's only i don't know three minutes from the bathrooms if you need to get there uh but it's just it's a valley <clears throat> but it, the bottom of the valley is dead flat, really easy, good camping. Uh, let's see, we got them online last year. Over, okay, good, Mark Payne, good. You got them online. I yeah, I, obviously, I live here. I don't have to deal with it. Uh, Waco, Texas. What's happening, Jesse? Uh, TJ Karen can't wait to ride Peach Valley. I've heard so many good things about that area. TJ, it is amazing. I can't believe you haven't ridden out here with um, our uh, our buddy Andy. That's weird. That's crazy. Uh, Bruce Kennedy, I searched to go to Colorado Wildlife site, yeah. So it'd be Colorado Parks and Wildlife, cpw.co.org or whatever, anyway. Um, go hunt that down. That's good to know. So, yes, <clears throat> I would recommend getting them online way early. <clears throat> Not yet, because, see, our stupid system is a system, it's, they're good from March to March whatever uh so or from april to whatever they're good they they end in march of the following year so if you buy an out-of-state one now at a place they might send you one that's only good till march 22 which is you know coming up so i would get closer or if there's a way to specify make sure you get one for the following year it's a dumb system hey yeah mike barnato calls it in 10 likes 30 33 watch yeah let's do this Make sure if you're watching, guys, and you're having fun, back out of the chat. Give us a thumbs up. Come on back in. That would be awesome. 
Um, ba, 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 ba. Uh, Roger Hurd rode Rabbit Valley with your sister. Yeah, Rabbit Valley is awesome, by the way. Rabbit Valley is just up the road. That could be an option, too, if someone wants to go spend a day up near Utah. Um, that would be awesome. Brady Matter, you got to come get your vest, dude. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. I've said that from the get-go. Uh, <laughs> backcountry niche. Hey, man, off-topic. How's the weather look? Uh, any snow? That's not really off-topic, backcountry. Um, I mean, it's off-topic of that, but it is on-topic for the Gospel Two Wheels. The weather right now is good. It There's not much snow. There's... Definitely snow on the north sides and dark corners of things here in Montrose. So like Peach Valley area, Dry Creek's going to have a fair amount tucked in the dark spots. Not a big deal if you go early in the morning and you got spikes. Uh, late in the day, it can get a little bit muddy. Um, it's definitely muddier or snowier, whatever, more moisture as you go south than it is north. The Delta adobes right now are perfect. Like they're absolutely brilliant. There's no snow there. It's really good. So you can go. <clears throat> um, Bruce Kennedy, yes, still sewing sequins into the vest. Uh, Barnado ice is nice. Um, oh, thanks, Jamin Richards, for saying that. That's nice. He says, I love all the videos. Thank you very much. I do my best trying to provide good content for you guys. Um, but yeah, the the weather here is great. Totally rideable. Everybody's been out riding. Most like most people are going up to Delta. I would imagine like Sidewinder Trail, like the dark north faces, because like if you guys haven't ever ridden Sidewinder, it goes into these canyons and back out. It's like coming across the side hill, Sidewinder, um, heading north or south, and it goes into these canyons and back out to maintain elevation. And the north facing stuff has uh, probably got snow and ice in it. Rick Roman, quick question: Do you pull the linkage bearing? Oh, how do you pull the linkage bearing? Do you use the blind bearing puller? I can't push it through with my Motion Pro tool. Huh. Um, Rick, I, yeah, I usually, um, a blind bearing uh, tool if I have to. You, a lot of times I can, I, it'll push through no problem with a press. I mean, I don't have a Motion Pro tool like the, I think what you're talking about, but I, I have a big, you know, I don't know, 10 ton press, whatever that thing is, and I'll just push it through with that. But you have to be careful, Rick, because, like, um, the dog bone, so the long thing that looks like, you know, that, this bearing up through here, there's actually stops on a lot of bikes. So if you try to push that through, you'll ruin that linkage. So don't do that. You got to push them out. You got to get inside and push them out or use a blind bearing puller. But, yeah. Um, Roger Hurd, yes, we will have timed runs on the loop. Um, I got to get that. I got to get back out. As soon as that weather goes, I got to get back out. I got a bunch of bikes to test on that loop. 650, the YZ125, and some other stuff. So, Doug Summerfield, good morning. Uh, are you, Brady TBT, doing, going to do another Fork Shock Rebuild Clinic? I would like to have mine serviced. Um, yeah, Doug, I am actually thinking about getting that done maybe this winter. It's, it's amazing how fast this winter's already flying by. Um, but yes, uh, I will be doing another fork seal clinic. Also, um, you know, you can be more than happy to have you send it to us anytime and get it serviced. Um, Rick Roman looks to be tapered in the middle. So yeah, if it's tapered, if it, yeah, then don't, don't, that might be the thing. Don't push it through. <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll ruin it. Um, so yeah, blind bearing puller. Sometimes I can get in from the other side with a long punch that has like a sharp, curved edge and drive it out that way 
<clears throat> Armando Archuleta. I uh, just ordered a Pivotworks fork kit for my O2 CR250. What is your opinion on those? Um, the Pivotworks kit is okay. The seals are not the best, but the rest of the parts, if you got the full one with all the bushings and everything, they, it's pretty good. They come with all the O-rings, um, circlip, uh, bushings, all that stuff, and the, the seals are all right. They're not as good as SKF or OEM, but they'll probably get you through. Uh-oh, my dad says the sound is breaking up. I hope that is not happening for everybody. Dad, sometimes you got to back out and come back in. I don't get it. Um, ooh, Nightheart. I got a house in Montrose. Picks had barbed wire and bars on windows. Should I back my gat? Gotta kill a deal. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is awesome, Nightheart. So good. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I guess, I guess people are saying I'm breaking up. I don't think... It's my, I mean, I'm on the good Wi-Fi thing, so I don't know. Um, so, sorry about that. Like I said, sometimes guys have to, like, come back out and go back in for what, I don't know why. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Uh, what else? What other questions you guys have? Um, my, like I said, my connection, I'm looking over at it, looks to be good. Um, but, again, it's the internet. You never know. Could be a lot of people on here doing things um so yeah guys what is up what questions do you guys have i don't have any from the internet um no one commented on uh facebook so i don't have any of that there you go i'm seeking new jersey's doing well uh wl had to exit and re-enter there we go um brant mcfarland bad on my end too so i don't know maybe youtube is having a problem i you know they they get hammered uh, Doug Gardner put an RK Tech head on my 22 beta 300 yesterday. Wow, what a difference. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, it's funny. Morgan Tanky and her husband live here in Montrose, and Richard and I are uh, pretty good friends. And he uh, he's had an RK Tech head for his 300 beta for a long time, but he's like, yeah. Well, he put it on and did everything. Because <laughs> I, I let him ride my bike uh, with an RK Tech head and carburation and all that stuff and he was like holy moly that thing runs good um <laughs> brady matter i can't repeat that brady matter <laughs> oh that's awesome though so uh yeah he was blown away i'm obviously a huge fan of rk tech um bruce that's another one that got a hold of me uh about being a dealer so it is it does come down to having a social presence sometimes they just want you know they want the exposure <laughs> mike p i'm destroying the al gore rhythm coming in from south fork mike i love it <laughs> he did invent the internet i forgot about that uh let's see what else was i going to talk about there's um oh uh very excited to be putting the 300 back together the crankshaft should be in my hot little hands today coming from crankworks i'm really really stoked about getting that back um yesterday i put the transmission and everything into the cases today the crank and all that and we start building the motor and hopefully we'll get that thing done i'll be excited um uh jay low gonna be bringing my two-stroke 300 to montrose area soon have you found an all-around jetting setup will work from seven to eleven thousand feet uh well for what 300 jay low which which 300 and what carburetor uh, yeah, I mean, my uh, jetting for, I mean, 
So the 300 that I'm building, I'm going to be trying out a bunch of different carburetors on it just for you guys, for the YouTubes. And I have them. They're not, they're not costing me anything. So uh, the first one I'm going to try is a 36 millimeter Kian. And I have a good, um, the, uh, I have a good baseline from Kelsey to start with that. So I don't really know about the 36 millimeter Kian. I do know about a Makuni um, 38 millimeter and, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll just have to figure it out, but yeah. Um, JLo, we can figure it out. We can get you dialed in. Your four stroke crank is perfect, Brady, because you never ride that motorcycle. Uh, Mark Payne. Yes. The vest fits pretty big guys. It, it, it definitely fits, uh, Brian Aliff. He's a big dude. I don't know how big you are, Mark, but, um, well, yeah, I do. What am I talking about? You're Mark. Mark, did I know Mark? Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. It, you're a big dude. So you might be outside the realm. I don't know. Or no, is it? No, Are you no. it's Mark King that I know. So anyway, I don't know, Mark. Um, yeah, they fit much bigger than the old vest did, but I can't say for sure. Um, uh, Frankie Arcelo, what's your thoughts on the Pro Taper XPS levers? I don't have any thoughts, unfortunately. I don't know what that is, which I haven't actually checked out levers much recently. I've been using Bulletproofs on my KTMs and then stock on everything else, but Pro Taper makes good stuff, so I'm not sure. <clears throat> Maybe someone else can jump in. So what's the fix for your boy, Foxy? Can you polish that slide? Good question, Jimmy Nyhart. I don't know what the fix for Foxy Bibbs is in the cold. He is not happy, as you can imagine. He's, as he said in the video, I'm not going to trust this thing till June. Um, the, uh, yeah, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, yeah, I don't know what to do. I think. Well, whatever. I think it needs to chrome the slide, but obviously then it has to get smaller before you chrome it. So whatever. I don't know, man. Uh, it's an interesting situation. Um, I think the reality is he's not going to be able to ride it when it's really cold outside, which sucks because we have a lot of fun with the screws and everything. And uh, yeah, I don't know. He's also told me to dial his stick uh, can in and give it back to him so he can just use that. So I don't know. Um, Brent McFarland bringing the DRZ 400 in April. Uh, will I need to do anything to my car when I get there? Probably drop main jet size, uh, two sizes and it'll be good. If you're from sea level, Brent, or no, you're from, uh, yeah, you're from Oklahoma. So yeah. So like two sizes down on the main should be good. Uh, JLo, Sherco S3 head, Kian. Yeah. I would say JLo on yours. If you, I mean, I can, I got stuff written down, uh, cause Ryan, the molecule uh, rides that bike, and I can find out what he's got in there. But I would say generally, if you go like three or four steps down on the main, go one up on the pilot, and drop the needle down to the number two, uh, you should be good for everything around here. Should be really good. Uh, Roger heard Foxy go back to stock. I think that the thing is, though, I don't think he can go back to stock because he got that bike and had Electron on it. And then I think, yeah. And then he sold, anyway, he's down to only that Billitron and the stick. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> Brady, I'll keep wearing my Troy Lee. It's way better. I, I love the Troy Lee vest. It is awesome. It's good for big guys. I think the Wolf vest is a lot better carrying and all that. But, yeah. 
Uh, heater and wrap the Foxy Carb. Yeah, you could do that, but pff, what a hassle. Um, uh, let's see. R&D Design Flaw must be a southern company. Uh, Jimmy, they are. They're from Texas. So they are a southern company. And they're a southern company, and they're a company who started building carburetors for uh, road race bikes and drag bikes and things like that, not um, off-road, um, on and off the throttle um, carbs. So... That's why they're less than optimal from the very bottom. I mean, I hear, I get lots of comments say, oh, it's amazing off the bottom, amazing off the bottom. And I'm, they're definitely better. The Bellatron is definitely better. Um, it's still not what a good tuned carb is, in my opinion. And um, I mean, it, like I said, it's good. But then you run into the freaking situation we had. So Brady, of course, coming in with his FI works in all conditions. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> your four-stroke fuel injection is awesome. I love it. Like, I got no problem with four-stroke fuel injection. I just got problems with four-strokes. So I break things. I keep things much longer. So let me, let's just, let's just touch on that real fast. Why my disdain of four-stroke, um, like, race bikes, we'll call them, small bikes, is not that they're no good. It's not that they're not fast. It's not that they're not nimble and light, because they are now. They used to not be. Um, it's not any of that stuff. It's the fact that I keep bikes, for instance, like my 300 for 400 hours. And I think that if I had, uh, 400 hours on a four stroke, the way I beat on them and stuff like that, it would be bad. Now, a lot of guys with like three fifties and stuff like that are getting 400 hours out of them with no problems. So great. But then I see the ones come in blown up that are like, Ugh. and so anyway, that's one of my big problems with the thing four strokes is that when they break, because they all break, uh, as Eric Bryan will attest, uh, not that his new one broke, but we talked about it last night. Everything breaks. When the four stroke breaks, it's really, really, really expensive. So that's one of my big things. Uh, let's see. Um, SC2 for the win. SC2. SC2. Who's SC2? I don't know, Matt Simpson. I'm... I don't know. Oh, Smart Carb 2. <clears throat> there you go. <clears throat> For the win. They are... Smart Carb 2s, they do seem really good. Uh, TPI, I've never froze up. <laughs> Jimmy Nyhart, yeah. the T Well, and that is one huge benefit to uh, anything with fuel injection is a throttle body. It's, uh, it's not a... There's no slide moving up and down. It's just a butterfly. And it's way less likely to freeze because there's not as much stuff touching anyway. So, yeah, I mean, that is a huge thing. Um, let's see. Uh, Robert, what's up, Christopher Brolumbus? <laughs> yes, good morning, man. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, that is so good, man. Thank you. Um, what do you plan to do with the Honda 650? Now, ride that sucker. Um, I got to I gotta get a new swing arm for it. That thing's all jacked up. Um, the uh, Jeremy Shoning, you'll be a man someday and switch to a 450 or 500. I doubt it. I'm never going to be a man. Not like you. Or Brady. <laughs> I'll never be manly like that. I'll always be a little bit light <laughs> and ride my 300 or my 125. Um, but the the 650, and maybe actually you guys will be manly enough to ride a 650 uh, everywhere like I have. Now, I don't ride it everywhere now, but for a long stretch of time, it was the only dirt bike I had. So it rode all those trails you guys see on the YouTubes and all that stuff. 
um, all the dry creek, you know, five miles of hell, all that stuff, because it was the only bike I had. So, yeah, I love XR650s. But, uh, Bruce, I, um, the, uh, uh, Bruce asked if the swing arm could be repaired. I doubt it. It's right where, so, like, if the wheel's over here and the front's over here, it's right at that point, and it's the bearing, it's where the bearing would be. I mean, so anything could be repaired, but it would have to be, like, built up and then remachined to take the bearing because it's bad. So, um, uh-oh. Uh, my connection is now unstable. Hopefully that's fixed. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I don't think it'd be repaired. I just need to do one. Um, but I'm, I'll ride it like it is because I've been riding and it's fine. Uh, but yeah, I plan on actually plan on doing some more dual sport stuff with it uh, and just trying to get out more on it because I do love it. Um, I just, you know, I got so many bikes and only so much time and all that stuff. So, but anyway, I'm going to do it. Um, let's see. Uh, Casey York, what's up with the bike that's hanging from a chain in your shop? Any cool story or is that just a good storage spot? Um, actually that's a really cool story and I will go into it right after, um, 300 hours on a 400 XCF with zero parts other than oil and filters that Brady, that is impressive. That is super impressive, but I can't ride a 450. It's probably because it was a 450 and while you are a big fast man, um, you're probably never asking all of it. Maybe you are, I don't know. You're a big dude. So, but still not doing it. Um, uh, yes, Eric Bryan, I am less of a man. That's why I ride a 125. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy showing I had my 10 minutes on carries 150 and that was enough. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, I went right up it. No big, no big deal. Um, uh, Bruce Kennedy, I weld aluminum and can machine it if that helps. Um, yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know how we would make sure everything's all lined up perfect, but, um, but it, I mean, yeah, we might be able to, um, might be worth a shot. Uh, let's see. So anyway, Casey York, the bike hanging from the chains in my shop is really cool. It's a, it's an Indian 52 stroke motor in a custom frame a chassis. I don't know what that chassis, it was something else before, but then back in the seventies, a friend of mine's dad. Oh, so a friend of mine, he was a really, really fast little kid, like legit fast out in California as a little tiny kid. And he was overriding the chassis of the 50s but he was in the age group to ride 50s so his dad took that 50 motor put it into that chassis custom built the tank all that stuff right like he did anyway it was nuts to get that thing to work um built that bike for him he won a bunch of races on it again he's a little kid but he, he ended up growing up and being really really fast too um his name is gabe mcneese so there's that so the bike held a lot of meaning for him well, someone stole it a million years ago, uh, and obviously he was devastated. Many, 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 like decades later, he found it again, like on eBay or something like that. I forget exactly how he found it, but he finds it, goes, buys it from the person who had it, because it wasn't them that stole it. Um, he didn't, he, he just went and bought it, didn't say anything. Um, brought it back, brought it to me. He's like, hey, can you get this thing running again? Well, the crank's locked up. I'm like, dude. I can't. I mean, yeah, we could, but it's going to cost you a fortune. And then what are you going to do with it? I mean, you're not going to ride it. We should just keep this thing as like art. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. And then um, literally that's the last thing I heard from him nine years ago. And I don't know where he is. I don't know. I've heard that he's still living in Lake City. 
I've called him a billion times as now his phone doesn't work anymore. He's got a different phone. I don't know. So, um, but it's cool. It still has like the 1974 California green sticker on it, which is pretty cool on the head. Um, it used to race against Steve McQueen's son, Chad McQueen. I guess the McNeese's and McQueen's were actually really good friends. They lived in the same part of California, and um, and Steve obviously was a racer. His kid was a racer. They were for, anyway. So, it's a really cool little bike, and yeah, it's just gonna live there. If he ever shows up, he can have it back. Um, let's see. <clears throat> uh, uh, stud. Oh, stud for riding the one twenty five. Thanks, Roger. <laughs> um, I feel like that also. It takes a ton of work to ride that thing, and I love it. Um, let's see. Uh, Mark Payne says, I rode all over down there with a 162 main jet 38 pilot and the NARFN uh, needle in the second spot for my Sherco 300. Didn't have the head, um, but now I do. So there you go. Um, J-Lo. Mark, sounds like that's pretty good. If you've got a good head, um, you might need to put a little bit bigger main jet in it. Uh, Casey York, I think it's a pretty cool story, too. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty rad. Um and the bike, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm never going to sell it or get rid of it. Um, I mean, even if I never, ever hear from Gabe again, uh, I'll just keep it because it's awesome. But hopefully I hear from him and hopefully he comes and gets it. I, well, I don't know. I kind of hope it hangs there forever because it's really cool. But uh, <laughs> um, but I also, he's a friend, even though I you know, haven't seen him or talked to him in forever. He's still a friend and, and I'd hate to have it, you know, I'd hate to have him not have it if he really wants it. So. Anyway, uh, yeah, any other questions, guys? i got time for probably one more question, if anybody has it. Uh, again, if you're watching this later as a replay, um, thank you. If you're watching it now, thank you. Um, if you're enjoying yourself, go ahead, hit the thumbs up, um, and share this with a friend. This is what we do every Thursday morning at 7.30, uh, live from my house here in Montrose, Colorado. Sometimes we do it elsewhere. Brady and I did it in Oklahoma. That was super fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, and we miss one every now and then, but not too many. So, um, yeah, anyway, I love you guys so much. Uh, like I said, any other questions at all? There we go. Um, right on. All right, guys, I'm going to boogie. I got no other questions. I love you guys so much. Punk Rock Club, thank you guys so much for sticking around to the end. It really does mean a ton to me that you guys bother watching all this stuff and listening to me babble on about dirt bikes. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you get out, spread the gospel of two wheels, and I desperately hope that what we're doing at Highland Cycles is inspiring you guys to work on, but more importantly, get out and ride your dirt bikes! Hey, thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of the Gospel of Two Wheels if you had fun, please do us a favor and give us a rating uh, and a like wherever you're listening to this. That would mean a lot, and I hope you guys have an awesome day.